Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Rick Geek 1. Go ahead, Control. Uh, Rick Geek 1, we are go for the deep space transmission to look for intelligent life. Over. Alright, Roger. Uh, launching the Rolling of the Geek podcast sound waves now. Need more superhero stories in your years? Have a listen to a promo from our friends over at Legends, a superhero story. Check them out and give them a subscribe. Have you ever dreamt of being a superhero? Legends of Superhero Story is a new actual play podcast using the Legends Superhero role-playing game system, available on all podcast platforms. This exciting new superhero tabletop RPG follows our Game Master Jack, and our fledgling hero is played by Chad, Emily, Amanda, and Daniel, as they work their way through their origin story and beyond. Listen in as they discover their powers and abilities. Let's hope they learn to work together as a team in time to save the world and truly become legends. Legends of Superhero Story is available on all podcast platforms. For more information, follow us on social media at The Legends Cast or visit our website, www.matchplaygames.ca forward slash The Legends Cast. I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello, hello there. I'm Arcos Ironjaw Pissarro. I'm the Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge. I keep fighting to find the cause of this dragon uprising because it's what Trevor would want me to do. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Landros Bonechewer, servant of the great god Akrasius. This cult that calls themselves his followers have twisted his teachings into something unnatural. It is my belief that there is no need to torture the weak. For broken people, like broken bones, only grow stronger. Portrayed by Brad Konauer. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek.
interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you this breaking news message. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Nick, your sound wizard here, coming live to you. Well, recorded lot. I'm coming to tell you that during the month of October, as it is the Rick Geek Anniversary Month, October 11th, we will be one year old, and my, a year has it been. So in celebration of that, we are going to be making our Patreon exclusive content free uh, for the month of October. So all of the Under the Trench Coat for the episodes released during October and all of the unedited and uh, early content will be free to access by going to our Patreon and uh, checking that out. And uh, then if if you like what we're doing and you want to see or hear rather more of it, uh, you can always subscribe to us there and uh, get a load of it every month. But yes, yeah, so we'll, there'll probably be about, I think, like three episodes uh, for the month and then the hero episode all free for the entire month of October. And obviously um, uh, after that, those, those little bits will be free so you can check them out whenever you want. Uh, thank you so much for your time. And uh, yeah, bye. See you later. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team decides to leave the temple after their conversation with Arrow of Wrath. They make their way up and out of the temple and find their horses uneventfully, begin their travel back to Aramor. Along the route, they hear some noises off in the brush beside them on the trail. They veer off course to investigate and find a family of dire raccoons. Uh, dumpster pandas. <laughs> Lanros wants to keep them, but Harkos steadfastly denies his desire. They feed them and continue on. They slash Lanros. <clears throat> they reach Aramor and get in without issue. The stable worker greets them and coyly asks for money for his services. They then ask him for a way to get through to the inner ring and into the Tyran temple. He tells them that Huey and Louie, a pair of guards, will let them get through if they drop his name, which is Dewey. They blend into the outer ring and meet with the guards who let them inside. In the middle ring, they find wanted posters with their faces, but Lanros and Harkos are so grotesquely drawn that it is difficult to recognize them. Phil's looks fairly normal, though. They go through an open gate into the inner ring and head to the Temple of Tyr. The priest takes the chalice after Harkos confesses his falsehoods to the rest of the team. Phil seems to take this pretty hard. They all go down to the ritual chamber where Harkos and Phil have to speak a powerful memory into the chalice to provide reason for Trevor to come back. They both fill the chalice with memories, and the priest begins his ritual. And that is where we're going to call it for tonight, so... <laughs> uh, I mean, you know what? Do whatever you want. That's a simple fucking edit for me, so... <laughs> <clears throat> you guys are welcome. Episode 52 was turning the dagger on the last cliffhanger. Congratulations. <laughs> you know, he probably only did that because you whined so much, so uh, everybody... Hate I whine that he's, much most episodes. at Rit Geek Brad. That's R-I-T-G-E-E-K-B-R-A-D on Twitter. Feel free to... Um, Flame him into uh, the nether realm. At, at me, at me. I will. Uh, I, I will call so, out from that from that recap. I did not 
um, pick up when I was so stressed last episode, my brain didn't register that he was talking about wanted posters. And I, I instantly calmed down when he was like, you two look disgusting. So like, blah, 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 blah. Just there. He was like, Phil looks normal, though. Didn't catch that at all. Last episode. <laughs> fucking horrified right now. Like for, for I got all the Trevor stuff going on in my head. I'm terrified now that we didn't grotesquely dismember Phil's face. <laughs> Not that we should have, but now hearing the fact that Ken's like Phil's, I mean, they, they could have taken a snapshot. And uh, maybe I didn't call it out in the in the episode. I, it's possible that I. Well, didn't. that's I, I'm not going to. That's. Say that, that is possible, but also that 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 just that makes it even worse because that means I didn't think to ask. Well, what about Phil? Is he on there too? And which which I should have, but I was just I was so in the moment of like not getting caught in town, and then you said that, and I just I was like nice, but also dismissed it because I feel like it was trying to lull me in a false sense of security. So I just you know what that is suspension of disbelief, baby. Mm-hmm. You were in the moment. A hundred percent was. I always am. I'm, I, I get uh, too into it. So for as simple as my little, and that's where we'll call it for tonight thing was, uh, I'm not proud to say I've been thinking about that all week, about whether to do that or not. <laughs> and, and I was like, in the moment, it felt right. So I did it. <clears throat> I do that with editing I, sometimes. We'll, we'll record the show and I'm like, I like this idea. And I think about it until I get to that part in the show and then I test it and I either keep it or I hate it and it goes away and no one has to know about it. So I feel that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so at this point, after you're, you know, you're, you're traveling through the outer ring, uh, well, you, you getting into town, talking to the stable guy, going through the outer ring getting into the middle ring, talking to the priest, et cetera, et cetera. I would say you're probably getting into like late morning, early afternoon-ish. Mm -hmm. uh, so that just so that you kind of have a time frame of where you're at. But the priest begins this ritual, uh, which seems fairly innocuous at first, uh, that he's just reading from the Tyran holy book. I, I hesitate to say Bible, but uh, the, the holy book of Tyr, that he's reciting passages from that, uh, that seems like they mostly deal with uh, life post-death for, you know, like what calling into the Tyran kingdom in the afterlife, uh, speaking to Tyr's power uh, and his ability to uh, to, to judge those who are worthy or unworthy. Uh, so, as I said, it starts fairly innocuous. And the, the ritual itself takes a lot longer than you probably kind of felt like to start off with. Uh, but as time grows on, that this room becomes more and more turbulent. That... There's chaotic energies leaping off of the the chalice and the uh, the pedestal that it's on starts to light up with runes that you don't remember being there when you gazed upon this thing the first time. Uh, winds start howling around the room and uh, uh, blowing dust up off the floor and uh, maybe throwing around some small objects, but like to the point that, you know, you have to actually kind of brace yourself 
lest it blow you over. I am I'm that kind of. I'm gonna calm emotions the room. <laughs> Dude, you fucking the chalice, sorry, the chalice, the ritual. I uh, so the ritual that the uh, the chalice just goes. Oh, okay, <laughs> and and is super chill now. The chalice that, produces no, a brown paper bag and begins to breathe heavily into it. I <laughs> uh, but that really kind of starts happening at about the half hour mark. Damn. I. Uh, that you, things start getting a little bit testy in here. Oh, God. But it, it is also at this point when things kind of start to get to their highest point that you start hearing things that aren't coming from you guys or the priests. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's terrifying. Oh, oh man. A little, uh, little Dr. Pepper came up in my throat there. Uh, what is this you start, What is this Dr. Pepper you speak of? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, I, but you start hearing things that aren't coming from the priest or from you. This whispers that you can hear in the wind. That as you're bracing yourself that you can hear just... I don't like this. <laughs> Trevor. You're in your shop. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought, <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. I, you said Trevor and I'm like, what's happening with Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Trevor. Trevor, okay. you're in your shop. Uh, it's a fairly nice day outside, so you have all the you have all the windows open. You've got the door wide open. You've got a couple, uh, you got a couple of regulars that are in the shop right now that are kind of perusing around some of your stuff while you're you're putting the finishing touches on uh, uh, a flower vase that you've made for uh, a new customer. Oh, this is. Somebody that hasn't ordered from you before, you're kind of aware Ooh. of them around town, but they've never come to you. I love uh, new customers. They, uh, they made a special order that uh, their their daughter was getting married, and so they wanted to have this vase made to uh, to give to them as a wedding present. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary for you. It's fairly simple work, uh, but you know you're putting your heart and soul into it like you always did. Definitely. Double. Double time. Because that's a wedding gift. It definitely needs more. All the little added touches for free of charge, of course. Uh, the, one, one of the people that is in the <clears throat> shop, uh, they're looking at a, uh, like a, 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 a oh, crap, I had it in my head. What was I, what was I thinking? Oh, it's like a, a it's like a, a picture frame for a portrait. Uh, something that you made just kind of on a whim and uh, like the lady picks it up and she looks over at you and uh, how much for this? Oh that was just a something to mess around with um, if, if you really enjoy it by all means take it put a wonderful picture in it 
Oh, I, I can't just take it. I, I need to give you something. Yeah. Uh, whatever. You, uh, whatever you think it's worth. So she, she looks it over and uh, she takes her little like old lady has the two little clip things on the top coin purse uh, <laughs> and she she pops it open. She kind of thumbs through the, the coins that she has in there and she takes uh, she takes five gold out and she brings it over to you and, and hands it to you. Oh, oh, my. That's that's quite a lot for this small thing. Oh, I can tell that it was made with love. <laughs> oh, I'd like to think that everything is and is quite fond of this. Well, if it's not special, then fuck you and give me my money back. (laughs) She does not say that. Uh, (laughs) That's good, because I was lost. (laughs) I just wanted to fuck with you a little bit. Uh, She she just gives you a big smile and and she kind of like tucks underneath her arm and she waves by and and starts walking towards the door. have Have a lovely day. Oh, and you too. And she she leaves. Uh, the other person that's in there, they, they seem to be more of a like nonchalant. They're just kind of looking through your wares. And after a few minutes, they walk out and you're left in here by yourself. Uh, and so you, you keep on working on this uh, on the special order piece. So you're getting close to the end of it. Uh, you're putting the finishing touches on and, and getting it ready to uh, to hand or to, you know, I don't know if you need to kiln fire it before it's finished or whatever seat, whatever way you use to seal it. Right. Uh, so that it's ready. I, uh, and you hear something that just like a, a whisper and you take a look around, but you don't see anything like there's nobody else in the shop. Huh. Uh, hello. Uh, you hear a like uh, it's almost like a little bit of a high pitched, like a higher pitched voice. Uh, it sounds a little unsteady, but you can't you can't quite make out what it's saying to you. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I stop what I'm doing and, you know, like, listen to, to what's going on. Uh, so roll. Uh, do you have Trevor's stats there with you? I sure do. OK, go ahead and roll uh, an investigation check for me uh, as you try to listen to this. 19 on the die. Okay. Uh, Which is all I have, because I have nothing in investigation. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So let's do this. Uh, Harkos, heads or tails? Uh, Tails. Okay. Uh, So the... Trevor, this time you hear a different voice as you like really kind of start to like you quiet your mind a little bit and you just listen uh, that a breeze flows through your windows and you hear uh, a little bit of a deeper voice, but sounds a little bit less shaky. Uh, that you he, you hear uh, a man's voice say. You made me want to be better. 
Um, and and who might you be? Harkos, roll a perception check. Okay. It's a 19 on the die, plus two. <laughs> so it's 21, <laughs> but the 19 on uh, the die is uncomfortably fun. See, <laughs> see Brad knows that was Phil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nick knew uh, that the the high pitched unsteady voice was Arcos. I <laughs> uh, I think that that's a fair description. I'm not upset for, about it. I just I was I was just I was thinking in my head. I was like, how do I incoherently speak as Harkos as like ambiance for this moment? And I I don't I don't do that because I can't. Harkos has to say words. And just, doesn't sound right. It just sounds like gobbledygook. I. So, Harkos, clear as a bell coming from the chalice, you hear, and who who might you be that is in Trevor's voice? That doesn't sound like Trevor. Well, I'm not Trevor, <laughs> so fuck you. Uh, so, so, it's... Uh, to- all this time has been passing. Like, you said all this stuff starts about, like, a half an hour in. Um... Yeah, at this point, you're getting close to like the 40 minute mark of, of this continuous ritual. Harkos hasn't faltered in his his interest in what's going on with the chalice. Like he's definitely, I would say, been getting worried with all the crazy that's been going on. But he's I mean, he's just been like eagle eyed, no pun intended, on uh, on what what's happening like over there with the chalice and like the different runes and everything crazy going on and so the moment that happens like i want to say that he kind of he kind of perks up he's already perked so i would i i guess it, like he would just kind of seem even more invigorated and he's just trevor trevor it's it's Horikos. it's me i'm here uh Harkos. Make a uh, make a religion check. Ugh. How about no? How about <laughs> how about no? It's not that bad. I mean, I have a plus one, so at least there's something. But I'm a cleric and I have a plus two. Remember that nineteen? This yeah. wasn't it. Take away about fifteen. <laughs> That's a four on the die plus one. I got a, I got a solid five. Uh, so Trevor, in response, you hear you just hear more of those uh, kind of incoherent whispers. Okay, so I'm going to carefully set down the pot and and put out the forge, druggy, and then and then risk <laughs> then really try to focus. Okay, yeah, focus. So do you I say anything, or so do you just try to listen? Uh I I'll set the pot down. I'll put out mm-hmm. the forge and once that's done, I'll I'll sit down and I'll say Okay. Who whoever you are, I'm listening. Uh Harkos, you you hear that. I'll just keep your previous check for the <laughs> investigation. Thank you, that's very kind. <laughs> it, it, Trevor, it's it's me, it's it's Harkos. I is it, how how can you hear me but you can't hear me I don't I know you're very far away but if 
if I'm trying to get you to come closer, I need. There's a lot of bad about to happen, and we we. The, I need we need your help. I uh, so Trevor, go ahead and make a uh, go ahead and make a uh, either investigation or perception, whichever one you feel better. We'll about. go perception because I have a plus four in that. Okay. <laughs> That's a nat 20 plus four. So after putting out the uh, after putting out the forge and kind of stopping your work, <laughs> you hear his voice again ring out it, it, in your in your ears is just clear as a bell. But it's followed by this breeze that comes through and it kind of rattles, rattles your your window shades and that kind of stuff. OK, uh, but you oh. hear exactly who it, what he said. But what I need you to do is go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw. I will do that. But let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Considering the situation you put me in, mm -hmm. do I know who Harkos is? Not at this very moment. OK, that's what I assumed with the whole situation going on. But mm -hmm. So Constitution. I didn't forewarn you about that because I wanted you on edge. Con you said Constitution? Yes. Save? Yes. That's another nat 20 on the die with a plus three. Okay. Listen here, you shit. <laughs> no, no, hang on, hang on. I can clear this up. His dice heard the Trevor. You're in your shop. And they're like, oh, fuck, we got to make up for the train. Because <laughs> you want to know what he didn't roll a single fucking time? Any, anything any, in double digits? Anything over a fourteen, which would have saved his fucking life? I didn't roll double digits at all. No, I don't no, think. you didn't. The save was you, lower you, than you that. didn't. You you didn't roll double digits until it didn't matter. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what it was. It was um, it was the next session. That's what it, it was. It was Landros's first roll was exactly what you needed to do to stay alive, not including death saves. When I was when I was fighting you, that's what it was. It was Landros's first roll as a character was the single number that Trevor needed to make to not fucking die, not including the horrible death saves you made to break your fucking charm while I was beating the shit out of you and you couldn't fucking do it until you were somebody else. Anyway, the dice are making up for that. Maybe we'll see how the night continues. I called them out now, so shit's about to get bad. Yeah, thanks, Nick. You're welcome. Ken did it first. Ken yelled at them. I said nice things. Anyways, I uh, so reflexively your hand goes up and goes up to your forehead as you kind of grasp it in pain. Oh. Uh, but the pain goes away, but the cause of it does not. Uh, that suddenly you're flooded with just a whole host of memories oh. of things that have happened. Like it's bits and pieces. It's not all together. So, so it jumps, you, jumps around and all that. Fun yeah, I mean, stuff. it's certainly not. It's certainly not in order. I uh, so you're not like experiencing everything like, you know, from the time that your shop burned down to, you know, when you died, that it's bits and pieces. I uh, but. Then that that pain subsides and then 
you are kind of left reeling from these these memories. Uh, but the memories don't quite make sense because you're here in your shop. Like, why? Where did all that stuff come from? If if you're here, uh, what's going on? But it's it's at that moment that you there's a knock. Uh, and there's a uh, uh, man that's standing in the doorway. Uh, has a long gold robe on. Oh. Uh, that he says. Hello, uh, Trevor, right? Uh, yes, uh, welcome, sir. Sorry, I'm a uh, slight headache. Oh, well, uh, is this a bad time? Then? No, no, by all means, come right in. I've, I've dealt with Wes. Huh. Uh, well, I'm, I'm actually here to pick up a piece that you were working on. Uh, for my mother-in-law or my soon-to-be mother-in-law as it were oh yes um it's almost finished i i took a quick break and let me fire things back up you can be part of the process oh well that sounds lovely uh uh she was very excited about this i uh I look forward to seeing the completed product. Oh, I'm also very excited. It oh, makes me so happy to think of where it's going. No, oh, uh, well, uh, uh, if there's anything that I can do to lend a hand, then please let me know. But I'll um, I'll just I, stand here and watch I, if you yeah, I if that's what you I need. I don't think uh, I don't think I'll need any assistance. But you de- definitely can watch, see how it's finished up. So I'll go back to doing, get everything fired up again. And okay, I uh, so as you get uh, this guy kind of comes up and and he stands close to you. Uh, like I said, he's wearing this long, uh, golden robe. Uh-huh. Uh But you you can kind of see his facial features a little bit more. That he looks old beyond the years that the rest of his face would make it seem. Uh, he seems both old and young at the same time. Like he's got a little bit of gray in his beard and uh in in the the sides of, of his hair. Uh which almost blend in uh it, at a di- they more or less blend in at a distance, but when he's up close you can see it's because he has just very blonde, uh almost yellow hair. I hmm. uh, but he he comes up and he stands next to you and and watches as you're putting the finishing touches on on this piece. I uh, so you finish up what you need and you kind of turn to look at him. I uh, and he just stares straight into you. He says, "Trevor Ironjaw." Yes, that's this. I am sure that you felt it. There's no need to hide. Um, hide. Uh, hide what? The the voices. You heard them calling to you. Uh, I. Yeah, yes. How? How would you know? Let me stir the rest of those memories. And he puts his pointer and middle finger 
onto your forehead and that jarble of memories then sort themselves out very quickly. And it's it's very much the same sensation as you experienced before. Uh, it's a little less painful, but it's just as disorienting. <laughs> a, a little less painful. A little less painful, but just as disorienting. Uh, as It's almost like taking a, a deck of cards and putting them all in order when they were when they had just been shuffled, but doing it inside of your noodle instead of, you know, on a table. Youch. That. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, but after a few moments that again, that sensation passes. And, and now now you remember now you remember from when your shop was burned down to the moment that you died and you remember you remember the voice that the voice that you heard that that was Harkos and that was Phil, your compatriots, these people that you fought alongside, that you fought against something evil. And he takes a he takes a, a beat and he lets you kind of readjust. And when your eyes kind of become not crossed again, I uh, and he can see that you're a little bit more put together. He puts his arms out and points to the, the your shop. And he says, this, Trevor Ironjaw, this is your reward. Bye. You served and you died. And this is the, this is what you can have. This life that you can live this this happiness forever but if you cannot resist this call I will not stop you but I really want you to think about this Trevor Ironjaw this is not a decision I want you to jump on immediately. You were happy here. This is the life that you deserved, not the one that was thrust upon you. I mean, do I really deserve it if my friends still need me for things that are not finished Trevor Ironjaw men and women and everything in between have served and died generations upon generations upon generations and always when they're gone do they feel that the fight cannot be won without them that without them, whatever they were trying to do just stops. Uh-huh. In the time since you've passed, your friends have done great things already. And some bad things, but that is neither <laughs> here nor there. <clears throat> they have accomplished things that they probably would have if you were there or now not. Either way, Everything presses on. Oh. Please don't. 
think that uh, I believe that things would stop without me, but there must be a reason. The reason is, is that you made a great impact upon the people that you touched while you were there. And so they don't want to let go, just as I don't want to let you go back into the world, unless it is truly what you desire. You are loved, both in the mortal plane and here. The people that come into your shop are not just figments of your imagination. They are not merely memories. These are other people that have served me in past and are living their lives in tandem with, with yours and with every servant, again, for generations back. But if you choose, you may pass, and you may go back into the mortal plane. It is up to you. If... If I do choose to go back, am I... giving up my place here? Oh, by no means. You were bound to me as I am bound to you. Hmm. That only by extreme will and force would I be able to wrest the powers that I have gifted to you. Huh. May I, may I have a moment? Would you like me to leave? Um, you don't have to leave. Well, why don't I peruse your wares while you take a, while you take a moment? I uh, and he turns and he goes and starts. He's genuinely looking, like he's looking through and and like inspecting the pieces that you have up on display. I, uh, and and really kind of taking in your your artwork. Uh, Harkos. Yes. Suddenly, the winds die. Uh, There are still crackles of energy coming off of uh, coming off of the chalice, but the priest stops his recitations and he looks up at the chalice. He looks over at you and he says, your call was heard, but now we just have to wait for the answer. Y- yes, of, of course. As long as... Um, as long as the possibility still remains, I, I, I'll, I'll be here. Oh. One of two things will happen. One, uh, if you see the chalice fade then the call was denied. But if it is accepted, then 
you'll know. So Trevor, back to you. So what's what's Landrose doing in all this, by the way? Now, you know, I want to put your mind into a schism and make you be in two separate bodies at once. Oh, but that must what's, be what's terrible. doing in all this? <laughs> um, I think he would be staying near Phil and, and kind of giving Harkos whatever space he needs. I, I think it'd be he'd stay near Phil just because of the fact that, you know, how Phil's kind of reaction was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, they'd give Harkos his space because technically he's not part of this. Uh, so Phil stays near you uh, and he seems to be listening very intently. Lanros, uh, by the way, did not hear those like the, the things that were being said. He, he didn't hear the, the whispers on the wind and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. That he just experienced the turbulence, but he didn't get the uh, he didn't get the rest of it. Rude. Uh, it's because the, the connection was between right. Harkos and Phil and, and Trevor. And again, I'm not wanting to downplay Lanros's importance, but no, uh, no, I got you. Yep. Okay. Uh, but Trevor is back to you. So I'm going to walk around like my forge area and bedroom and and I don't need to go around the shop because I think yeah, he he's you've spent you've spent plenty of time yeah, there. But definitely I'm sure. But definitely the forge area just kind of running my hands across everything and taking it all in. I mm. uh, and now that your memory has been restored, I uh, everything about this shop, everything about this home is is precisely what you remember that there's not there's not a a piece of dust or a a tool or anything that's out of place it is an exact recreation of what it was before the fire wonderful so i'm i'm going to like i said walk around through there and i'm going to check my chest that i stored my hammer in when I made it. Uh, the hammer is not there. Okay. Just wanted uh, to you, see. You remember the hammer and I mean that that the the chest is there and everything, but yeah, I was just the, curious. The hammer's gone. So while I'm in there, I'm gonna sit down on my bed and I'm gonna focus for a second. And I, I'm going to say Akos, can you can you hear me? Uh, Harkos, you hear it. Yes, yes, Trevor, I, I hear you. <clears throat> Ooh, give me a second, I gotta compose. <laughs> <laughs> strong, strong <sighs> men also cry. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks, don't it? (laughs) It's it's very, very hard to prep a voice when you're tearing up a little bit. Ah. Gosh. Okay. (laughs) 
God damn it. This is going to be a rough episode while Brad and Nick blubber through oh, their character God. voices. <laughs> it's not that. It's it's hard to make a voice. <laughs> <laughs> the audience will forgive a little bit. <laughs> Ooh, man, whole new respect for voice actors here. <laughs> huh. uh, I I miss you, my friend. As you can probably guess by the current happenings it is the same on this end from from all of us that are still here Phil and I both miss you greatly yeah I'm I'm still here too yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> I miss you too Phil I will not leave him out again I'm not I'm not gonna twist that dagger <laughs> I, I hear things have been um interesting. I mean uh yeah that, that's a word for it, I suppose. <laughs> if uh, if you don't mind my asking I I figured out some of it at least, but is what? Why exactly did you? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Did you uh, call for me? <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh god! Woo. This is an episode that makes me happy. We're not streaming this. Okay, man. Don't worry, don't worry, audience. It'll be fine. We'll be fine. If you want to join our Patreon, we're going to need money for new equipment after all the waterworks. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, <clears throat> oh, God. <sighs> Center. Um, <laughs> Good luck. I, I'll, I'll be honest, because I've been finding trouble and I'll kind of make a side glance at Phil at, at doing that when I should lately um I, I would love to tell you that we've been struggling greatly and have mountains of issues that we just can't surpass without you and and, and that you're lack of being here has caused more bad than good, but that's it's not an entirely true. I mean, we've done some things and we've we've been alright, but on it's, it's more of a the personal thing, Trevor. I I didn't... I didn't stop and come back for you or Phil on the train, and... Phil... Phil made it out, and I can't help but think that... If... if I would have tried... Trevor, I... I don't have many friends. You're probably one of the first, which is sad to say, <laughs> as, as I'm... As old as I am for... for what I am, but... I don't want to keep doing this without you. I've, I've been, We're... I've been blind and, and I just, I had to try. I, I'm not ready to, to let go. We're the B team, man. <sighs> exactly. I was so blind. I, I disallowed Phil from, from missing you with me. And then I, I will, I'll actually break. Oh God, I'll break. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm balling over here. Um, I will, uh, I'll break from, from looking at the chalice, and I'll turn to Philip. And I know 
the time is um, soon coming that, that we need to fix what I did but Phil I need you to know I I didn't think about what I was doing and I'm I'm very sorry and then I'll turn I'll turn back uh Phil you can feel him looking at you from the Mm -hmm. side and he says I I can understand why you didn't tell me this is what you were wanting to do but you brought me into this and if you want me to be in it then you need to let me and he was not only just my friend too he was my inspiration my reason to be stronger and I'm not angry at you for hiding it I'm hurt that you wouldn't ask me to help in the highest capacity that I can but Trevor we we went through some stuff to get just the chance to get you back because I think it's not just us that needs you I think that Riven needs you too feel like I'm playing oh. both sides of this fucking coin. <laughs> That's your job, though. That's yeah. <laughs> it just feels it feels dirty. <laughs> we need that always sunny meme. Be like, I'm playing both sides. That way, no matter what happens, I come out on top. Mac, you shouldn't tell us yeah. that. You shouldn't tell both sides. You're playing both sides. I, <sighs> oh. uh, Trevor, I. Uh, you can see uh, the the man with the gold robe, who you've figured out by now is Numerath. I had to ask Nick for his name because I wrote it down <laughs> somewhere and I couldn't fucking find it. And I'm like, I don't know it! I about started shuffling yeah, through uh, my he, notes so that I was like, he, wait, what was the lyric of the song? And then... He can wait his fucking uh, turn. I'm not done yet. <laughs> but he, you, you can see Jesus. him... Uh, that he kind of takes a peek into your room and he goes, oh, okay. Uh, and he turns <laughs> around and he leaves. Oh. Phil, you are an extraordinary person. <laughs> Looking up to me is, seems silly, but it's it's flattering. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I made an impression. So, 
Arcos, then no matter what you would have done, I don't believe there was any saving me on that train. Things just weren't meant to happen, I suppose. And I'm going to go quiet. Um, I'm going to get up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and grab some materials. I'm going to go over to my forge and I'm going to uh, I'm going to use my Smithy Forge Cleric ability to make something, you know, relatively quickly. And, uh, I'm gonna walk over to New Marath with the thing that I made. Because I'm not telling you what it is yet. Mm-hmm. And, Numerath I've I've I think I've made my decision although it is a a tough one he just kind of stares at you expectantly he's waiting for your answer um, if if you would follow follow me, he he nods. I'm gonna walk outside of the shop. Okay. okay. Uh, it, this is is where your uh your heaven kind of starts to break down a little bit because uh-huh. it's conjoined with multiple different heavens uh-huh. that you see houses that don't fit in with you know what you remember from your town uh so you've got you know houses from all kinds of different places you've got swamp huts everything from that all the way to mansions that are all conjoined in this as you stare out this seemingly infinite landscape okay so once we're outside i'm gonna turn and look at him i'm going to say I appreciate everything that you've done for me. And it's an honor to do what I can. And I'm going to turn to the side of my door and put what I made up on the wall, which is a very fancy sign that says out for lunch. He, he looks at the sign and he looks back at you and he says, so does this mean that uh, you will be going? Yes, my my family needs me. Okay, I just teared up. <laughs> uh, so he, he looks at you and he puts a he puts a hand on your shoulder uh, and he 
he nods and he kind of looks down for a moment. A little, not dejected, but, you know, just a little sad. Uh, I understand, Trevor Ironjaw. You... You made neither the right nor wrong decision. You made... You made your decision. And I will let you go. Thank you. Very much. May I leave you with one parting piece of wisdom, my friend? Please, by, by all means. You must beware my kin and kind. There are discrepancies in the typicalities of what I am and those who are of my type. That is unfortunately all I can say. I will keep that in mind. Yeah, he takes his hand off your shoulder and he takes a couple of steps back and he says, well, answer. Answer the call. Nobody answered the call. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm not Harcos. I'm, I'm okay, leaving. What? <laughs> so, I'm... Boy, I don't... Basically, all you need to do is just accept. Oh. Just mentally accept I'm, that you want to go back. He is definitely mentally accepting. Hey, so from above you, you can see uh, a beam of radiant light come down around you. Uh, and then everything just kind of goes white. And Harkos and Lanros and uh, Phil and Phil, but and I'm, Phil. I'm not going to speak to myself in the third Don't person. Worry, I'll never forget about him again. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, they're from in front of the chalice, you see a fissure start to form in reality. So, I, so Landros interposes himself between it <laughs> and Phil out of sheer habit. I, Harkos fights really hard not this to fissure, like, step towards it. Uh, as the, you see this fissure open a little bit, you're you have to kind of avert your eyes from this blinding light that's starting to pour out from it. Uh, but it widens and lengthens, and then you see a figure step out. And as that rift starts to close, you see the tall, toned, balding form of Trevor Ironjaw. I'm going to Cassium. <laughs> Brad, you are no longer Lanros. You are now Trevor. Lanros is mine. <laughs> I'm more uncomfortable by that somehow. I've been fighting for this moment, and I knew something like this 
was potentially on the horizon and suddenly I am um, <laughs> not okay with it now. I want to go back to what Ken and I talked about before we started recording where we just pop Landros's D-cell out and just leave him down here to get covered in cobwebs <laughs> for when you inevitably kick it again. <laughs> when, when my dice inevitably fail me again. Yeah, and then we just come back to this tomb and boot him back up. Anywho's it. Um, so, uh, Trevor, do you see uh, a winged mass of monk come flying at you? Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, attempt to catch him, although I think everything would be a little I, off at the I, moment. I think you're still you're you're still very disoriented from yeah. going from a metaphysical realm to a physical realm. Uh, and so he just he just bowls you over. <laughs> Oh my! Uh, that's something I didn't miss. Pain, yes, pain. Uh, oh, I'm, oh I'm, dear, I'm sorry. I missed you, I'm sorry. Argos. I'm sorry, and I'll like stand up and help Trevor back up. As soon as, I, soon as you help me back the, up, Trevor's gonna give him a huge hug too. <laughs> I, I, I missed you, friend. You, you hear uh, uh, a thud. As uh, the priest who is performing the ritual then collapses uh, after everything kind of starts to get back to normal that you can see he's just exhausted and he just falls over. So um, I'm going to I'm going to look and notice that and I'm going to look back at Trevor and go, I am. I. I have I have lots that I I need to tell you, but um, uh, don't 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 you dare go anywhere. And then I'm gonna look at Phil and go, Phil, Trevor's back. But I need to see about helping this man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna step upstairs and and try to get some people's attention and let them know that the dude just exhausted himself into collapse. I uh, so you run upstairs, uh, Trevor. A large, uh, animalistic man uh, adorned with bones steps up to you and and uh, says, "Hi, I've uh, heard quite a bit about you. Um, I, I'm uh, I'm Lanros Bone Chewer. Yeah, Trevor Ironjaw." It's good to meet you. I, I would say I, I would like to say I've heard much about you, but I I have not. I've been away. Yes, you've been dead. <laughs> I hope that's not too blunt. <laughs> um, no, nope. It's you're spot on. Hmm. Uh, he he kind of turns and uh like lets Phil come in, but Phil comes in and, and uh, he starts talking to you uh, as uh, Harkos comes back down um, with a uh, uh, a couple of priests who then kind of wrap arms around the, the head priest here and start taking him back upstairs. So, so Phil just kind of steps over and starts talking? Yeah. Uh, Phil, uh, Phil, uh, well, Phil, Phil. Welcome back. Um, th- thank you, F- Phil. Yeah. I'm going to step up and give him a big hug, too. Uh, oh, oh, okay, cool. All right. Uh, he, he hugs you back and kind of 
wipes away a, a couple of tears. Uh, and well, it's uh, it's good to have you back, Trevor. Uh, I think I think Harkos might have cracked without you. <laughs> I'm sure you all were were fine without me, but nope. I'm happy to be <laughs> happy to be back. I. Uh, so, Harkos, when you went upstairs, you kind of noted this this ritual took a very long mm-hmm. time. Uh, and so you're starting to get mid-afternoon slash, like, early evening. Um, speaking uh, of being, speaking being of, back, um, where are we? Har- Harkos, if you want to answer. Oh, right, word. yeah. Um, um, this is... The Aramore. Um, we're we're in a uh, Tyran temple in in Aramore. Oh, huh. yeah. There's a uh, there's quite a bit that we need to uh, catch you up on. Uh, like uh, our our uh, our blessed champion friend, Ansaga. Yeah, not so much. The Ansigar part. Um, that's the only blessed champion that I uh, am aware well, of. Well, <laughs> funny story. Uh, so he he explains the the bit with Ansigar to you. Uh, since I, I it sound it seems like Harkos is kind of just dumbstruck right now that he's yeah not, no he's not ready for yeah. words yet. <laughs> but. Oh, uh, oh my! I, 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 Harkos will manage to muster at the end, though. Um, that uh, he he did. Um, in in my opinion, he he earned the namesake, but he he made a point that we we could use the actual namesake to do more. But I, I do hope we <clears throat> run into Alcanor again in the future. He's he's as B teamy as they get. That's wonderful to hear. It's I'm kind of excited to meet Alcanor. And what of this big fella? How'd you guys meet up with him? He um he was he was on the train at the, at the at the back. He he helped um dispatch the uh, the rest of the problems and helped us get people in the back of the train through the broken car to safety and he's just kind of hung around not that his his company's been unwanted or anything but he's 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 been with us since since we made it here oh oh it seems as though you are meant to come across each other it would seem that way, One wouldn't would it? Say, yeah, it's like there was a open spot in the party <laughs> and had to be filled by somebody. It's weird how that happens. 
I... Well, I hear the food here is wonderful. Perhaps we can go grab a bite In to some eat. places. I haven't... In some places? Mm. Yeah, let's just... Let's just stay in the... The not disease-ridden parts of town. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Um, well, there is a small problem with with that. Um, oh? We kind of stick out in the nicer parts of town for a few reasons. One very obvious one and one not so obvious. Hmm. Um, and hmm. Well, well, why might that be? Well, the, a few days ago there there was an issue with um, a very uppity innkeeper <laughs> who was attempting to charge us an arm and a leg for rooms. Then we showed up late in the evening and I attempted to probably not so kindly ask for discounted rates. And I may have been less than kind because I had we had been through a lot and I don't deal with this kind of crowd and there was an incident with guards and our friend Landrose here may have killed one and we may have run away from the police to go to a temple to save you and that's just something that we um have yet to atone for I say we, he, us as a group, but it, it was it wasn't something we had talked about before getting I, into a fight with innocent people. Maybe maybe it's the being dead thing, but did you say killed a guard, ran away, and and then brought me back to the <sighs> to be specific I killed a guard which I am still not convinced that was the wrong course of action <laughs> well, we, we didn't ask him not to oh. it, it wasn't they attacked wasn't us so, well I was waving this around and I'm gonna like half pull the nasty arm out of my bag. Oh my. A big chunk of, a big chunk of skin just sloughs off of it and lands on the ground. Oh, oh I I don't miss that smell. Oh, um. <laughs> it is, it is getting, it is getting on this, on the bad half of right. Oh, I'm, I'm, oh, oh my. I might need to find a, a bin. <laughs> Something that, oh. I kind of forgot it was oh, there until I, the, I felt very uh, angry. I think I'm going to lose my lunch and I don't even know when the last time I ate it was. 
Uh, but go ahead and roll uh, perception checks for me. There's my low numbers. That's an eight. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, I'm mad at you. I got a 17. <laughs> Mine's not horrible. 17 total? 17 total, yeah. Okay. I. So, I. Parkos, I. It, you and Phil almost uh, around the same time both kind of notice something that you notice nothing. Uh, there's not like any kind of noises from upstairs. Uh, there's like the the typical den of people you know working around and chanting and and saying their prayers and and these kind of things that you notice that that that's all just gone oh my i know where this is leading and i don't like you already um any anyone else not hear that uh yeah that's uh that's a little it's a little odd. Uh, typically we were hearing people doing stuff and it's a little too quiet. Mm-hmm. And we're not even in like woods for it to be too quiet. Well time to jump you back into things, I suppose, friend. And uh, Harkus is gonna go to turn for the stairs, and he's like gonna reach back for his spear, and then go. Oh, I almost forgot you. You'll probably be needing this, and I'm gonna give Trevor his hammer. Take, obviously, take it. Yeah. It. It feels. It feels good to have it back. You didn't even realize oh. that you missed it until you held it again. Oh, this. This feels right. So do you uh, do you all head up? Yeah, carefully. Yeah, slowly. Okay. Uh, so you head up. I uh, and. The first thing that you notice is that the passed out priest is just laying in the middle of the floor in uh in the room as you go up it's like he just got dropped there as they left him oh my is there is there anything in his little office that we could place him on that's not no, his office chair no, yeah i there there's chairs and stuff in here there's a like benches and you know like some some furniture that he could be placed upon uh, I'll gesture that we should do that. Like at least get him like up on a bench so he's not just on the freaking floor. Not that the bench is going to be any more comfortable, but at least when he wakes up, he won't feel like sack of potatoes. <laughs> now, Landros comes up and just scoops him oh, and oh. drops him on a drops him on a bench. A little, a little too rough. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. I. Uh, so, do you exit out from here? Uh, yeah, do little little peeksies. Okay. You peek out into the uh the main like worship center uh in this temple and uh there is not a soul in here. I don't 
think that's what a temple should look like. There's it's not normally. what it looked like when we came in. Ah. Hmm. So I suppose we should go look. <laughs> yes. It's Yep. This is about on par. So you uh you walk towards the exit. Uh the door into the temple has been just left open. Uh you walk outside. Oh, shit. Okay. And you see streams of people just going to the cathedral staring uh-huh. straight ahead walking towards the temple walking towards the the central cathedral in town i'm going to venture a guess here and say this is one of the problems that you were speaking of this is the problem um and wonderful i'm going to i'm going to start like kind of i guess uh i'm going to gesture that uh, okay this is one of the problems and we we need to go i can i can try and explain on the way and i'm going to start to harker's going to start to pick up some speed towards the the place that everyone else is going okay on foot because uh, i don't want to outrun everybody if i'm going to try and mansplain to Trevor uh, so you start you start heading towards the the cathedral uh, and you hear a pop next to you uh, as Zuriel appears oh my what oh, uh, oh. and as soon as she appears she falls down to a knee I uh, you can see one of her arms uh, is looks like it's badly broken. Uh, that like the muscle is just hanging. I'm like you can see that like like something snapped. I'm going, like the bone isn't necessarily broken, but something is yeah. something is not connected. I'm going to go over, like be like oh oh my. I can I can help with this and I'm gonna cure wounds or arm. Okay. I uh, so you you drop some cure wounds into her and you can see the muscle like lengthen and reconnect. And you hear a pop oh, as oh something reconnects. I uh, and she looks up at you and she her she has bags under her eyes it looks like she hasn't slept she looks exhausted and and just looks like hell and she looks up at you and she goes well you weren't who I was trying to get to uh, uh, who are you who? trying to get to I was a feathered guy and you Marcos. I'm gonna pop up over his shoulder hello oh there he is you, hi you don't look so hot <laughs> Nope. Nope. <laughs> Did you figure anything out? Because, and I'm going to glance at the cathedral. I think we're out of time. Uh, so she holds up uh, a shiny metal box. And she says, 
Yep, I got, I got presents. Yay! I'm gonna. What's in the box? Uh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to the the side that she's down on her knee and try and like help. Uh, brace her to her feet, like over the shoulder type thing of, of trying to kind of help her stand and and ask can can you explain well do we do we need to be there or uh let's uh let's start let's start making our way towards uh death central over there uh oh. and uh let's go and hunt us a dragon <laughs> oh and that my friends is where we'll go Kelly. ahead and call it for tonight. It's me and Kelly. <sighs> that was an intense one. Oh. Yeah. What gave you that inclination? Was it was it the the moist recording uh. spaces? True. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Uh. All right. Well, uh, thank you all very much for joining us at our table. If you like what uh, you're listening to, we would humbly ask that you support us uh, through one of our uh, various means. We have uh, the the first way is through Patreon. Uh, We are good little warlocks and we offer up sacrifices to our patrons. Uh, Depending on the tier that you choose, we have different presents that we can give to you. If Patreon is not your thing, you could do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. Uh, If you go to ko-fi.com, search for Rolling in the Geek, you can do a one-time donation there. So, Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. And recently, we've been super active in the Underground Oracle publishing uh discord chat if you'd like to speak to us and a bunch of other really cool people uh feel free to hop in there if you need an invite let any of us know and we'll get you right in thank you very much brad nick this week you are the sound arcane trickster rogue with your deft editing fingers you're able to create the illusion that we are much much better than we actually are (laughs) I always like the self-deprecating stuff that I throw in here (laughs) it compliments you but also insults myself Uh, so with that in mind can you please conjure up your mage hand and have it bring us up over something uh, fun to go out on yeah. Yeah, I think I could uh I could do that. Um Just taking it all in. Uh so Hootie Who from Nick and Harkos as uh Nick specific uh, as is apparent by the podcast episodes has been striving very much towards this goal. So Nick is uh very happy to bring Trevor back to you in episode fifty two. Um, <laughs> and I guess we'll just 
have to wait and see uh, what chaos will unfold in episode 53, um, which is roughly year two of Rolling in the Geek. Um, I'm going to be the a-hole to canonically pull back the curtain here. We're not quite to a year at time of recording, but this is going to come out right around a year, and it has been a roller coaster of a year. Um, we should have an episode coming to you shortly, uh, where it's it's more podcasty than D and D podcast, where we're just gonna shoot the shit uh, about the past year in game in real life uh, with you guys and everything. So look forward to that. It's gonna air around uh, October 11th is the is the aim because that is our one year anniversary. Um, I believe it's a Sunday, so it'll be a weird upload day, but we wanna. We want to be ritualistic about it because we're weird. Um, <laughs> so look forward to that. Um, and i i had a I had a long thought about what song to do tonight for episode fifty two for for the end of the year. And um, air quotes. And i I started this show out uh, with with uh, parody, making fun of our name as a joke. With with a little lady called Miss Adele. Here here's a snippet. Hit it, editor Nick. Nick, you <laughs> are the sound wizard. Give us something fun to go out on. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not on the spot now. Uh, so big old hootie hoo from Harcos. Make sure to catch us in episode two. Uh, this is where I'll put cool music stuff. So we could have had it all rolling in the key. You have our voices inside your head as we play, as we play, as we play D and Hope you enjoyed that um, little piece. And so I thought, what better way to bring us full circle on the year mark than, than, than to throw more Adele out there. So this whole thing, the parodies started as a, I bet you I can do it to the guys. And then episode two rolled around and we were getting ready to record. And King goes, you got a song? And I went, oh, that's an every week thing. <laughs> and, and here we are, 52 main episodes later. Uh, without further ado... Um, happy one year, guys. <clears throat> Hello, fellow geeks. <laughs> I've decided that to end the year, it's Adele that I would sing. Bring us back <laughs> to the beginning. There's been so much that has happened, it's hard to believe. Hello to the B team. They are still our favorite people, but their number's down to three. But they push forward and fight. It's the only thing they know that can help bring back the light. It's been a long road 
for all of us and a bunch of parodies. (laughs) (laughs) Hello from three guys. Been recording every Friday night (laughs) to tell you stories of Harkos and Trevor and also share tales of Elias and Nate. Hello from Ken, Brad, and Nick. Excuse us while we dry our eyes right quick. Wrote this before now, thinking that a year would be emotional. Not We just hope you've enjoyed this year of content. And we thank you for listening. We can't wait to keep bringing you more. And, and we mean it. We're, we're very excited to keep this journey rolling in the geek for you guys. <laughs> Love you all so much. What is going on? Whatever you had us launch into space pissed something off and space is haunted. Basically, that's that's why I'm here. What did you just say? Space is fucking haunted and it has Gerald. I'm coming, Gerald. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.